0: Hey guys, it's Simian. this is Wrestling Unlimited as we are here on the 13th of May, 2022 to talk about everything that went down tonight on Friday Night Smackdown. I thought tonight's Friday Night Smackdown was one of the better Smackdowns we've seen maybe in all of 2022. I know it's one of the best Smackdowns I've watched in a while and I think it might be one of the best ones I've seen maybe all year if not going back to the last like Six or seven months. This is just a really fun, really good, really entertaining episode of Friday Night Smackdown. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And now I want to talk about it. But, 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 but. Before we talk about it, we got to talk about something else here with uh, the channel PW Unlimited when it comes to the live streams. Because Things might be a change in. So about a year ago, I tried this thing out where live streams were only on Twitch and it went okay, not great or anything, but it was okay. I thought there was the opportunity, you know, you go over to Twitch, make more money there. Maybe you can have people subscribe for free with Amazon and this and that, but the money wasn't really coming from Twitch. So I brought the live streams back to YouTube. Views went right back to where they were on YouTube, this and that. But then I got an opportunity Presented to me today from Twitch. So Twitch has two different partner programs. They got the partner program where if you're a smaller channel but can hit a few parameters, boom, you can now monetize your channel. Then they have their affiliate program where you got to be a pretty big channel—not pretty big, but a bigger channel where a lot of people don't make it this to this level. Basically, if you're a smaller channel and you can uh, you can maintain three Concurrent viewers per stream for a month. Stream for, I think it's 12 hours throughout that month. And stream for seven or eight different days. You can become uh, a partner streamer. But if you can hit 75 average viewers a stream. 25 hours streamed in the month. And 12 different streams, I think it is a month. You could become... An affiliate streamer, which guarantees you money, not just oh, you can now monetize your channel. However many viewers you got, as much money you can make. This no, you're guaranteed X amount of money. And Twitch has now started a new sports accelerator program that basically, if your channel is centered around sports, as Pro Wrestling Unlimited is, you basically get accelerated to the affiliate level. You get accelerated to that big level where they guarantee they they don't. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll be Quite transparent. On YouTube, live streams throughout the month make anywhere from 80 to $90. On a good month, maybe 100 Maybe. But with Twitch, I'll be guaranteed that we make at least $100 a month off the live streams, if not more, with incentives, depending on how the streams go. And so the issue there is, cool, sign up for the program, Get a, you know, bigger following on Twitch. Twitch will help promote the channel at times, maybe. That's what they say. But the issue is if I sign this, I have to actually sign a contract. Live streams have to be exclusive to Twitch. I cannot do simulcasted live streams anymore on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. I can only do the live streams on Twitch. But then as soon as that live stream is over, I can immediately upload that video, that live stream that, you know. Review whatever it is onto YouTube immediately. We just can't be live on Twitch and YouTube at the same time. So that's where I'm torn right now. Do I go where I know I'm going to make the guaranteed money? Where I know the revenue is going to be, you know, pretty steady at one point, if not more every month? But at the same time, risk isolating a portion of the audience that doesn't want to watch on Twitch, that only wants watches on YouTube, that doesn't want to move over. That's where I'm kind of like, oh, what do I, and I, I'm very torn on this because it's like, I don't want to isolate anybody. I don't want to alienate anybody that goes, oh, I don't, I don't go. I don't, I don't mess with Twitch. But at the same time, it's like, do I got to go where the money goes? I know there's been a, a number of, of streamers that have gone off of YouTube in the the wrestling uh, space, that have gone off of live streaming on YouTube and only live streaming
1: on Twitch, and it has done wonders for them. Wonders. But it's just like... I could go over to Twitch, know I'm getting the guaranteed money, but do we alienate people on YouTube?
0: That's the issue, which... I mean, watching on Twitch, watching on YouTube, I don't, to me, there's no difference. To me, there's no difference. It's just loading up a different app.
1: It's just loading up a different app. That's the thing. You don't have to make an account. You can watch without making
0: a Twitch account, but that is something that I've been contemplating all day. I'm going to take the weekend to think about it, maybe take next week, and then i got to give an answer. I see... Um, no Umo in the chat says, I like YouTube better, but I'm down for Twitch. Well, thank you for that. Um, Crapster says, I don't do Twitch, to be honest. Now, why don't you do Twitch? Also, Johnny J says, well, that sucks because I really enjoy watching your podcast. You can still watch it on YouTube or on Twitch. You'll still be able to watch them on Twitch or watch them right after on YouTube. I'll literally take the live stream and upload it straight to YouTube as soon as we're done on Twitch. So maybe it takes 20, 30 minutes to upload. 20, 30 minutes after we're done, we're live. You know what I mean? Or we're not live, but we're up on YouTube. And what I can do on YouTube as well is I can do a YouTube premiere with those videos, so there's still a live chat. You guys won't be interacting with me, but you can interact with each other while I'm doing the reviews. So that's just something I'm contemplating with because I know there's a number of you that don't want to go over to Twitch. Don't want to watch stuff on Twitch. I don't understand it myself. I watch things on YouTube and Twitch. I actually watch more live stream content on Twitch than YouTube personally. But it's not just about me. You know what I mean? And ooh. Johnny, I did not mean to accidentally delete your comment. For some reason,
1: YouTube put it on. Uh, what's best for Okay, okay, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, Johnny. Um, but
0: yeah, that's what I'm contemplating with. I've been going back and forth on that all day. I've asked a couple people for their opinion and this and that, and everyone said, "Take, go to Twitch." Everybody I've talked to, I've asked for opinions on this that are in the space that do the same thing. I'll say, "Go to Twitch." Migrated all to Twitch. So I just wanted to give you guys a heads up that in the next week or so, we might be changing things around, and all live streams will be going to Twitch. But then immediately, soon as the streams are over on Twitch, bing, bang, boom, they'll be uploaded to YouTube. There's nothing against that in the, in the contract, but it is live streams have to be exclusive to Twitch as far as live streams cannot be simulcast on multiple platforms at once.
1: So that's something that
0: I'm contemplating asking people's opinions looking to see what you guys think as well, because ultimately it's going to come down to you guys. Now here's the thing, Twitch. Twitch in the guidelines for this says, you know, it, the views don't matter. It's as long as I hit X amount of hours streamed a month, which we will, well, I will hit those X amount of hours streamed. So even if, and I, I know this might sound bad, but I'm trying to be hundred percent fully transparent. Even if the numbers are not the same numbers on YouTube on Twitch, well, I'm still guaranteed the money. So if like, for instance, this week's Monday Night Raw review was way lower viewed, like viewers in the live stream, than normal. That means less money for me. But on Twitch, I'm still going to be making the same amount. Whether we have less viewers or more viewers, you know, more viewers will make more. That's where the bonuses and incentives come in. But if, like, say, for instance, this week's Raw review, which was down in viewership from what we normally do for a Raw SmackDown review Raw or Smackdown review that affects how much money I make on that video which I know my, my baseline is I know how much I'm going to be making I know where my bottom is YouTube that bottom could be very bottom I can go from you know making $20 in a, in, a, in a live stream and then the next week people didn't care about Raw so they don't watch my review and I make $2 on the live stream you know what I'm saying so that's where I'm Contemplating, I wanted to be fully transparent with you guys. You guys are the loyal viewers. You guys are the ones that made this all possible. Like, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be getting an opportunity like this. I would have a channel like this that Twitch would come and say, "Hey, you're doing a lot in the sports area," and the thing is, sports and pro wrestling. Like, they see a big boom in pro wrestling channels on their on their platform, whether that is playing the wrestling games, wrestling live streams as far as just talking news, wrestling live streams as far as reviewing shows. And so they're trying to get more sports and wrestling channels over to Twitch. So again, I just want to be fully transparent with you, the loyal viewers, instead of just being one day, hey, yo, we're only on Twitch now. And you go, whoa, what happened? You know what I mean? Uh, Michael wrestling Channel. so sorry, but I don't follow Twitch. I'd rather have you on YouTube. Now, why don't you follow Twitch? That's the thing. Why not? That's my question. Uh, The BFG says, for me as somebody with a disability, I found Twitch harder to use. Hence why I stopped watching some of your content over there and moved over here, even though I can't comment every time.
1: I I understand that, BFG. I understand that for sure. Um, Because why would I have Twitch just to watch your live streams When I can
0: watch you on here Because I'm on YouTube more I get that, I understand that Trapster I understand that for sure But again, you don't need to make a Twitch account You just need to go to twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited That's it You don't need to make an account You can watch without an account But I just wanted to let you guys know That's something I'm not 100% doing it yet I haven't committed but it's something I'm I'm highly thinking about because live stream revenue on YouTube has been going down a little bit. So if I can guarantee, because uh you want me to be even more honest, I've thought about just not doing some of these live streams at all. But then when I got this from Twitch, I was like, oh, maybe I should be still doing the live streams. Maybe doing them over there. Because, you know, last couple of weeks, revenue and the con and the the, the views and stuff have been down for live streams on our channel with YouTube. So it's like. You know, before, we have got 51 people in here. Month ago, we'd have almost 100 people in here right now. So, that's half the amount of people, half the amount of money. And I know I keep saying money, but that's what it all comes down to. If There's no money coming in. I can't keep making the content. Because I need money to pay the bills to keep the channel going. So, just saying. I just wanted to let you guys know all that. Everything else will stay the same. All the YouTube videos, all that, you know, all that'll stay the same. The live stream video on demand stuff will come. You'll get it right after. So if say, you know, you're watching this live stream. So how do I how do I say this? We're doing this live stream right now, 730 Eastern or 730 Pacific. Seeing streams gonna take about 45 minutes by 9 Pacific, it'll be up on YouTube probably. So that's where, you know, I'm coming from. I just wanted to talk to you guys about it, let you guys know what we might be doing. And yeah. Again, like I said, something I'm contemplating because it's something Twitch brought to me, Twitch invited me to join this new sports accelerator program that they're doing with sports channels, but more specifically, like, it's says sports and pro wrestling. So they really want more
1: pro wrestling channels over there exclusive on Twitch as far as live streams do go. Um, you know, says why YouTube is down. I don't know. I don't know why YouTube views are down.
0: Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be very transparent with you guys here for a moment. Let me go to my YouTube.
1: And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Because it was really evident this week with the Monday Night Raw review. Let me pull this up here.
0: So, not this past Monday, but the previous Monday's Raw review
1: did... Let's see. I'm trying to find the live number. Because it got good later numbers,
0: the, LA, the Raw review this week. Actually did better. Here's, here's the other interesting thing. This week's Raw review on our channel did better with people watching later and not live. Than people watching live, which is usually not the case. So again, as far as the live number goes, we had trying to find that live number, but 82 people concurrent watching the raw stream this Monday. And as far as the previous Monday, that number was 102 down but yet here's the interesting thing more people watch this week's raw review after we finished up the live stream than during live so maybe maybe this is something that's telling me to do it because that's exactly how the twitch would work how moving over to twitch would work people watch later and this week's Monday Night Raw review showed me and let me even check the dynamite review to see if that was the same that shows you right there that people will watch later because this week more people watched later. Basically, it's like with TV. More people watched this on DVR on demand than they did live appointment viewing. Same with Dynamite. Dynamite. Dynamite Review 2 had more people watch later than live. So I'm just letting you guys know that that might be the route we're going. Moving all live streams solely over to Twitch. And then they will be immediately as quickly as I can uploaded onto YouTube that same night, like I do with podcast platforms, like I do with the audio version. We do these live streams, and then immediately as quick as I can, I edit them up real fast and I throw them up on Spotify, on, on Anchor, on Apple Music, Google Podcasts. They'll be similar like that. It'll be similar like that, where we're live over here. And then they'll be posted immediately after. Just like I do with our audio versions. Because we can't do the audio versions live from all those different things. So, I'm just letting you guys know in the next week or so, I will be transitioning. Most likely, transitioning all that over. But with that, got SmackDown to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, I thought this was a great episode of SmackDown. Let's talk about it, but first I want to say thank you for joining me here, twitch.tv forward slash Unlimited, youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and twitter.com forward slash pwunlimited. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that uh, donate button down below, or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription, or you can subscribe... With Amazon Prime. Because remember. If you have Amazon Prime. You take that Prime account. Take that Twitch account. You link them together. Bada bing bada boom. You're Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool free things. Like free games right now. Dead Space 2. You get free stuff for games. Like Grand Theft Auto Online. Mad, Madden 22. FIFA 22. Fall Guys and so forth. And you also get one free subscription to any which channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you subscribed right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. On the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out over there with a super chat or a super sticker donation. Also remember, you can hit that join button down below to become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. Plus, right now, you can go there either as a channel member on YouTube or over at patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited and you can get access to our WrestleMania Backlash graphics. Yes, you got Photoshop and you know what you're doing in Photoshop and you want to play around with it and you want to use the same graphics we use. Well, I give them to you guys at the, at the uh, second tier and up just for a thank you. It's some extra content that we provide to you. We let you use our graphics. And in the next couple of weeks, two more sets of graphics will be coming out because we've got money, or we've got WWE Hell in a Cell coming on June 5th. So we'll be putting those graphics out the week of that as well, giving you the Photoshop files. And we've got Double or Nothing. I'll be giving you our Photoshop files for Double or Nothing as well the week of the pay-per-view. That's how I'm going to start doing it from now on. We got the graphics created. Week of, we'll post them up for channel members and Patreon subscribers to download, to use. All I say is hey, give us a little bit of credit that you got it from us if you use them. So with that, also remember to head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Buy a game, a new game, an old game. Claim the free games or get points and V-Bucks or whatever it's called for Rocket League, Fortnite, and Fall Guys. They'll ask you to check out: you have a code, creator code, it's PW Unlimited. You do have a creator code. Use that creator code. There you go. Bada bing, bada boom. It's all good. So with that, use that code over there. Support us at PW Unlimited. And there you go. Uh, The BFG says if they really want you, they would be surely willing to negotiate. No, there is no negotiating. It's basically saying we're going to let you in our affiliate program. You know what the rules of the affiliate program is, but we're going to accelerate it where you don't have to hit. Here's the thing. I don't have to hit the parameters and the qualifications to get into the affiliate program. They're letting me skip all that, basically, is what they're saying. That's what it is. So no, I'm I don't have room to negotiate. I don't have room to negotiate. Because, well, basically, they've had these rules of here's what being in the affiliate program means. There we go. They're letting me not have to You know, you know. I know people that have been working for years to grow their YouTube or Twitch channel. I mean, I'll say right now, Macho T just got his Twitch channel big enough to become an affiliate partner. But I've got the opportunity to basically jump the line, not have to, you know, not have to grow the channel as big and still get some of those same benefits, if not just about all those same benefits. So that's the other thing. I'll be if she says, can you negotiate the contract at point where you tell them if you really want me? No. You can't. Trust me. You can't. That's why you see guys like in the Tatman. He's only on YouTube because YouTube paid him to be exclusive there. Twitch was. Then he said, no, Twitch, you're not letting me do both. You know. Ninja. Only on YouTube. Kind of funny. and kind You know, kind of funny. Only live streams on YouTube. Their daily content. Because they're a Affiliates, you know, going into creating a YouTube channel or a Twitch channel and wanting to, you know, go up and whatnot on Twitch, you know what those parameters are going to be. You know what those expectations are. You know what those are gonna, rules are going to be. And that's why I'm so torn on it. And that's why I didn't today just go, yeah, I'll sign it. I'll do it. I'm really going to have to think about it. Um... Johnny J says, I honestly thought you just did the live streams because you were so passionate about pro wrestling and you could just stop it anytime. I didn't know that this was. Dude, this is my full time, 100% job that pays all the bills. This is my full time, 100% only job. Well, not only job, but main job that pays the bills. I also am a firearms instructor. I'm also a freelance graphic designer, photographer, video editor. But this PW Unlimited pays the dang bills. Keeps these lights on and keeps the roof over my kid's head.
1: So, just saying, just saying. SmackDown. Let's get into it.
0: The show opens up with RK Bro, <clears throat> Orton, and Riddle and Zayn were all great in this opening segment. RK Bro made their way down to the ring. Fans broke out into a loud Randy chant. Orton noted that they're very excited to be on SmackDown but they're tired of the chase. Horton knows that the Usos don't make any of their own decisions, and he added that Reigns makes all of them for them. Horton and Riddle demanded that Reigns answer their challenge for the Usos. But instead, out would come Sami Zayn. Zayn walked out wearing a Bloodline t-shirt, which I liked that little, little you know, hint there, and he claimed to be the locker room leader, and then nobody wanted to see the unification match. Fans broke out into a Sami Sucks chant. He then advised RK-Bro to return to Raw and forget about the SmackDown tag titles. Turtle called Zayn Rusty because of the color of his hair. Fans then broke out into a Rusty chant. Zayn said that he's the locker room leader. I'm like, yeah, you already said that, bro. Zayn then mentioned beating Shinsuke Nakamura last week after he insulted Reigns. So Orton thinks that Zayn speaks for the bloodline and is now their newest member. They convinced Zane to agree to take on Riddle tonight, and if Riddle wins, RK-Bro gets the match. Zane agreed at first and then rolled out of the ring. He walked away and said, it would only happen, it would happen on another day. And Pierce then walked down and goes, you know what, I'm going to make this official. Let's do it match right now.
1: We had Riddle and Sami Zayn in a 10 and a half minute match. This match was really, really good. Michael Cole noted,
0: that if Zayn loses, it will not result in the unification match as previously
1: agreed upon. And I'm like, okay, then was oh, that whole last part pointless then? The Riddle
0: didn't have the early advantage, but Zayn quickly took over. He slowed the pace down with a chin lock. Riddle escaped and rocked Zayn with a kick to the face. He followed this up with a running forearm in the corner. Riddle hit the PK and went for the Broton but Zayn got his knees up. Zane took over and quickly went for the haluva kick, but Riddle got his feet up. Zane. Then, uh, after a commercial break, Zayn was firmly in control as he beat down Riddle. The fans broke out into a loud Riddle chant, and Zayn slowly climbed to the top rope, but Riddle recovered. He jumped up and went for a super RKO, but Zayn pushed him off. Zayn then jumped off, and Riddle rocked him with a knee for a two. Riddle went for the bro to sleep, and Zayn broke free and hit a Michinoku driver for a very close near fall. Zayn taunted Orton and went for a draping DDT on Riddle, but Riddle reversed it and dumped Zane out of the ring, right on the top rope to the floor. He followed this up with a PK kick off the apron to the floor, and then a dive, basically a corkscrew, bro floating bro, Asai moonsault type move deal. Riddle then hit a power slam, just like Randy Orton does and set up for the RKO, but Zayn rolled out of the ring. Riddle chased after him, but Zayn posted him. He then dumped Riddle over the barricade and tried to win by countout. McAfee noted how Zane beat Nakamura last week. Riddle beat the count, though, as Orton was egging him on. He's like, come on, you got this, you got this. Quickly jumps into the ring. Sammy's like, oh, no. Gets caught, hit with a bro ton,
1: and there you go. So Sami Zayn does get beat by Riddle. Then we go to the back.
0: Roman Reigns is sitting there with the Bloodline watching. He's like, "Why are these men on my TV? Why are they on my show? We beat them at WrestleMania Backlash. We have nothing else for them."
1: Usos were angry. Like, they say that we can't do anything for ourselves. They say
0: that you make all the decisions for us. That ain't true. We could do this. We could beat them. You know what we're going to do? We're not going to let them insult our family. We're not going to let them insult you, Tribal Chief. We'll, we'll talk to them about their little challenge later on tonight. Zane was backstage at one point, and he walked into Nakamura. Nakamura made fun of him and walked
1: off. Uh, Michael's Wrestling Channel, you didn't defend me? No, not at all. Not one bit.
0: So we had a Ronda Rousey segment. They recap the Ronda Rousey-Charlotte Flair I quit match, Rousey celebrated defeating Flair last Sunday and admitted that Flair was a tough champion, one of the toughest she's ever had to fight. But she's the champion now. She said Flair had me break her arm for her to say I quit. Me? I wouldn't have said I quit till I was dead. Rousey thinks that the fans want a fighting champion. So that's what she's going to do. She's holding tonight an open challenge. Out would then come Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel accepted Rousey's open challenge and promised to make history tonight. And my first thought was, oh crap, Raquel. Whenever we see something like this, where they do the open challenge for a title, that person, it means they got no plans for him. It means, oh, we need this person on the show. We like them. We're going to say we're pushing them, but not really. We saw it all the time with like the John Cena open challenge. How many guys... Got an opportunity at the belt and then did nothing after that. How many guys got a shot at John Cena for the championship in the John Cena United States Open Challenge? Got big fanfare that one week for for accepting the Open Challenge and then nothing for a while, for a long time. And hopefully that's not the same here with Raquel. Hopefully it's not, oh my God, Raquel's going to take the challenge. Raquel's getting a title shot. Yeah, because we got nothing else for her. So we just came up with this random thing. And made it look like we care. The match itself though wasn't all that great. I mean it was okay. It was okay to um, almost good. Raquel dominated early. And used a lot of her power and her height as an advantage. He threw Rousey into the corner at one point And followed this up with a follow away slam. And then a second. Paul pointed out that the I quit match took a lot out of Rousey. And that's why she's not at full game tonight. Rousey tried to fight back, but Raquel hit her with a side slam. He didn't miss a splash, and Rousey briefly took over. Rousey locked on a guillotine, and Raquel countered into a suplex. Rousey fought back with a series of strikes and followed this up with a knee and a kick to the head. Rousey attempted the Piper's pit, but Raquel escaped. He countered with a torture rack, but dropped her like a Samoan drop. It looked like it kind of hurt Rhonda. Raquel then went for her Chicano bomb. I think it's Chicano bomb. Bomb. I always mess that name up, bomb. but Rousey broke out of it. Rousey went for the ankle lock, but this was very awkward because Rousey's trying to go for the ankle lock. Raquel's trying to lift her leg up, but her leg's almost like above Ronda's head, so Ronda's like trying to lock on the ankle lock like this and like trying to pull her down. It was just very awkward looking the way Ronda was trying to do the ankle lock. And Raquel's legs were just a little
1: too long for little old Ronda. Ronda does lock on the ankle lock. Raquel escapes. Raquel rocks
0: Rousey with a kick to the head. She went for the powerbomb. Rousey rolled through and pinned Raquel to retain the title. Again, not the best-looking finish. Again, like I said, looked weird with how long Raquel's legs are, and Ronda's like, usually, you know, Ronda's right here with the ankle lock. But because Raquel's got such long legs, she's like this, trying to lock in that ankle lock with the like up in her face. You've got no leverage there. So... Chikinga bomb. Thank you, Chase. Chikinga bomb. I don't, I don't know why I always think Chicano bomb, but it's Chikinga. So, yeah, Chikinga bomb. And you like, write that down somewhere. I just wrote her power bomb in my notes. So after the match, though, great sportsmanship. Two shook hands. In the back, Shotzi's yelling at Adam Pierce. She claimed that she was on her way down to the ring to accept the open challenge, and Raquel pushed her out of the way. Aliyah then shows up and goes, no, 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 no. You don't need the, the, you don't get the next shot. I want the next shot. And she's like, you, you locked me in the locker room so I couldn't even try. Dan and Pierce was just like, yeah, I'm over this. I don't need to hear any of this bickering. Basically. Next up, we had a fine a Mad Cat Moss segment. They did an injury angle. I don't know how long they want this guy off TV, but he's going to be off
1: for a little bit. Recap Moss defeating Corbin in Backlash and showed the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Trophy. Kayla Braxton interviewed Mad Cat Moss and
0: Braxton claimed that Moss defeating Corbin was the biggest moment of his career. I mean, is it that or winning the
1: 24-7 title? A couple of times. How many times? Hold on. Remember once he won it right on the streets.
0: He is a... Oh, I thought he won it more than once. Could have swore. So what, is, what do you guys think? I don't think this was his biggest moment. I think his biggest moment was winning the Andre. They say that beating Corbin was the biggest moment of his career. Was it beating Corbin? Was it winning the Andre or winning the 24-7 title? I say winning the Andre. Even though it took place on SmackDown and not WrestleMania. But, Boss mocked Corbin. And called him the Big Bad Wolf. Boss has a lot of career goals. And he wants form a mixed tag team with Sasha Banks called Mad Cat Boss. He also promised to win Money in the Bank. I wouldn't mind seeing him in the Money in the Bank. I don't see him winning it, but I would not mind seeing Moss in that Money in the Bank briefcase match.
1: I think Moss has a lot of upside. I really do. All of a sudden, you hear Kayla squeal, or screech, scream, squeal, squeal, whatever it is. She's like, Ah!
0: and Corbin, wah, chair shot in the back of Moss. He beats him down, and Corbin rolls out of the ring and brings in the trophy, the Andre Trophy. He then traps Moss's head in the chair and drops the trophy on the chair, basically pulmonizing his neck. Referee's and officials come out to check on Moss. They put him in a neck brace and take him out. After the break, they recapped the angle, took Moss out, and then they showed him getting wheeled out to the ambulance. Corbin stopped them told a bad joke, and then they put Moss in the ambulance. So, I don't know how long he's going to be out of action for. I don't know why they needed to do this. Is he really hurt? Is it a fake injury? Does he need time off? Figure it all out. We'll see what comes of it. Also, someone noticed the other day uh, on Monday, my live stream. So, what happened to your wrist? See right there. My friend's birthday on Sunday, which is also Mother's Day. Um, I cooked dinner for everybody for her birthday. I was making, um, Alfredo, uh, chicken Alfredo pasta, shrimp Alfredo. We did shrimp and to make the sauce first have to, well, melt butter. I melted that butter. I had that butter boiling, sizzling. And when I went to throw the sour, or the cream cheese into the butter, it slipped off of my knife, splash, and it burned my wrist up. So someone did ask the other day and I forgot to talk about it someone said what happened to your wrist they noticed it i don't know how they noticed it on the live stream i guess when my hand's going up like this someone messaged me goes what happened to your wrist so yeah burned it cooking making homemade alfredo sauce (laughs) i mean why buy canned stuff when you can make it from scratch that tastes better i don't buy anything in a can tomato sauce gravy barbecue sauce alfredo sauce I i don't buy anything in the can i make it from scratch anyways Next up, we had the second championship match of the night. Women's Tag Team Titles on the line. Sasha Banks and Naomi defending against Natalia and Shayna. Match went eight and a half minutes. I love the match. Way better than expected. That was pretty dang good. So the heels had the early control as Baszler worked over Naomi's arm. Naomi and Banks worked together against Baszler. Baszler hit a Meteor on Natalia for a near fall. Follow this up with the Banks statement, but Baszler broke it up. Back from a commercial break, the heels again were in control. They isolated Banks on their side of the ring and cut her off from Naomi. Baszler attacked Naomi in her corner to prevent the tag. She tried to to stomp on Naomi's bad arm, and Naomi moved the arm, and Banks caught Baszler with a knee. Naomi then got the hot tag and ran wild on Baszler. Baszler fought back and tried to win with Natalia's help, but the referee caught them. Naomi took out Baszler. Natalia took advantage and rolled up Naomi for a near fall. Naomi caught Natalia in a full Nelson, but she broke free. Natalia slammed down Banks. Naomi then hit the full Nelson bomb into a pin for a two. The finish of the match then came when Natalia went for the sharpshooter. Naomi used a small package and picked up the victory. So, the tag team champions do retain here. Here's the thing Shayna did not lose. Now, heard him talk about this twice now. Andrew Zarian of F4W.com or F4W Online and the Matman podcast has said that it's been talked about pretty, like, like, a lot of people want to do it, Shayna being Ronda's next challenger. To the same person that told, oh, what was it? There was something else that he was told that actually happened, and he was told in the same conversation that is being heavily considered Ronda Shayna. I forget what that other thing was that he was told in the same conversation that actually happened. Oh, crap. Oh, I think it was that it was going to become a six man backlash. I don't, remember. don't quote me on that. But he said that there was something that happened recently. That he was told about beforehand where in the same conversation, he was also told that they're contemplating doing Rhonda Shana. So that's why he leans more towards. I think this is possible because what else he was told at the same time did actually happen. So, Shayna not taking the pin here. Again, it kept her looking. She lost, but she didn't take the pin, which is good if she is going to somehow become the next challenger to Ronda. I would have liked to see Shayna and Ronda together maybe
1: first. But hey, whatever works. Whatever works. In the back, Ricochet approached Drew Gulak. He gave Gulak a pep
0: talk and motivated him to confront Gunther. Confident Gunther walked off and ran into uh, no confident Gulak walked off and walked to uh, ran into Gunther and Ludwig. Gunther then ripped on ripped off Gulak's shirt and chopped the hell out of him. Man, this Gulak just can't
1: catch a break. Uh, give me one second, guys. a message here. <clears throat> Alright. Next up, we had Butch and Kofi Kingston. The match went just a little over eight minutes.
0: They recap Sheamus and Holland defeating the New Day in the Tables match last week. Kingston started off with a running drop kick at the bell, right at the bell. Butch took Kingston down with a series of forearm shots. Butch then slowed down the pace and worked over Kingston's arm. Kingston missed a sliding drop kick and hit a springboard forearm. Back from the break, Kingston fought back and hit a, a standing drop kick. He went for a springboard clothesline, but Butch countered with a forearm. Kingston recovered and hit an SOS for a close near fall. The fans broke into a brief Let's Go Kofi chant. Kingston then hit a double foot stomp and set up for a trouble in paradise. Holland tried to interfere but Woods pulled him off the apron. Sheamus took out Woods with a brogue kick. Kingston then knocked Sheamus off the apron with a super kick. Butch took advantage of the distraction and hit the bitter end to pick up the victory, so Butch does defeat Kofi Kingston. After the match, Butch ran off into the crowd but returned to celebrate with Sheamus and Holland. I don't understand why he needed to run off, but cool. Oh, since Saturday. He says those chops are like gunshots with Gunther. Trust me, you, you, if, you, if all you've seen are his WWE chops, oh, he's had some matches in like PWG and stuff and, and progress and whatnot,
1: some of the, just the worst-looking chops in a good way. In the back, Sammy Zayn spoke with Paul Heyman. Zayn wanted to make sure that he didn't
0: overstep his bounds. He knows he shouldn't have made the match with Riddle. He admits that he, he admitted that, and hopes that Reigns isn't mad at him. Heyman claimed that Reigns respects Zayn. I think, I think to be completely honest, we're about to get we're. I, 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 are we about to get Sammy versus Roman? Are we gonna get Sammy versus Roman coming up? Screw it. There's your SummerSlam main event. Roman Reigns versus Sammy freaking Zayn. And then you can move to Cardiff in September. Hold on. Yeah, Cardiff in September, Sammy, or Roman, Drew. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be SummerSlam, but I do think this is eventually going to lead to a Sammy Zayn Roman Reigns match, whether that's non-title or for the titles. And unfortunately, it's probably going to be a squash beatdown. Then we go to our main event segment of the night. It's the closing segment. This was great. I really enjoyed this. Reigns, Usos, Heyman, the bloodline slowly made their way down to the ring as the fans broke out into a Roman chant. Reigns took the mic and and demanded
1: the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania acknowledge me. Reigns claimed that he
0: smashes someone on Sunday. When he smashes someone on Sunday, he usually announces who's next on Friday. However, this time's different because there's nobody left. He listed everybody that he's beaten. John Cena, Brock Lesnar. Said I smashed them all. I pinned them all. Now I'm like, okay. What about Cody Rhodes? What about Cody Rhodes? What about Drew McIntyre? What about Drew? Anyways, Reigns noted that the Usos are different, though. They know who's next for them. Now came RK Bro. He walked out and got in the ring. Horton said Reigns didn't smash Cena because Cena's ten times the superstar you'll ever be. RK Bro demanded a unification match. Slowly explained what a unification match means to the bloodline. Oh, this was great. Reigns didn't seem impressed, though. Usos, though, accepting, but not tonight. We ain't doing this tonight. Next week, next week, you got your match. And we promise we're bringing home all the gold. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, Riddle jumps up and knees Roman in the face. And I go, whoa. Whoa, Riddle with some balls. Whoa. Riddle just clocks Roman right in the face. The clock's Roman in the face. RK-Bro roll out of the ring. They laugh about it. Roman's pissed off. The bloodline's pissed off. You know, the Usos are pissed off. That's how SmackDown goes off the air with them telling us it is official, ladies and gentlemen. Next week will be a unification tag team title match. RK-Bro against the Usos. So Yeah. Yeah. Next week, ladies and germs, RK Bro against the Usos. I think it's going to be interesting. If I'm a betting man, I'm going to put money on there's no winner. I'm going to put money on if there's a winner, it's either by DQ or countout. They ain't unifying these titles. So what do you do? You get a winner by DQ. That means you got a winner, but the title doesn't change hands. You get a winner by count countout. You got a winner, but the title doesn't change hands. And there you go. I think that's something that could happen next week. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Jimmy gets hit with an RKO by Riddle. Orton hits Jay with an RKO, but before Orton can go for the pin, you know, here's what I think. I'm going to book this match for them. Boom. It doesn't matter what you saw. Orton, RKO. As he jumps back up, you know, he hits the RKO, and then he, like, spins his body around and gets back up to his feet. As he gets up to his feet, boom. Roman with the big spear, disqualification. When he goes, "Uh uh-oh, yep, Usos do need my help. Big spear, right as Orton stands up from that RKO to end the match, and then the match is over. I can see that happening. I can really see that being the finish of this match, where, you know, it looks like RK Bros going to win. They do everything right. The match is over. We think they got the one-two. They don't even get to go for the pin because Roman Spears, or maybe it's Riddle that goes for that RKO at the end. But I think that's something that's going to happen. I just don't think they unify the titles. I could be, I can be completely wrong. I'll eat my shoe if I am. I think that's the right, uh, I think that's the right catchphrase or whatever it is, the right innuendo, no, not innuendo, the right saying, I'll eat my shoe if I'm wrong. But I don't think they unify them titles. I think it ends in some sort of a chicanery, tomfoolery, dusty finish with either a DQ or a count-out or something where we don't get an actual title change. We can get a winner, but we don't get
1: a title change. But with that, guys, that, that is going to do it. That is going to do it. For my review of SmackDown, you know what
0: I thought? Now it's time to hear what you guys Thought of tonight's show. Remember, you can put a super chat in the YouTube chat or you can text into 510 906 1341. Again, that number is 510 906 1341. First off, let's check the polls. As far as the Twitch poll does go, 100% of you liked the show.
1: 100% of you liked the show. Um, Check the. Why is the Twitter poll not coming up? There we go. Now the Twitter polls. All right, as the Twitter poll does go, 52% like tonight's SmackDown. thought it was just all right. And 23% didn't like it. As far as the YouTube poll does go. 76%
0: liked the show. 15% thought it was just all right. And 8%
1: did not like it. Go over here and check the text messages. Um, Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There we go. As far as the text messages you go, this person says, "With
0: WWE running SummerSlam in July. Does that mean they won't run a pay-per-view in August? That's a good question. No, they will, they'll do the same thing they, mm. yeah, they'll say that SummerSlam is the August pay-per-view because it's literally the last weekend in July. It's literally the last day of July. So they'll say that's the August pay-per-view and then give themselves one, two, three, four, five weeks to build up the Cardiff show. So yeah, no, I don't believe there is a pay-per-view in August. Give me a second to make sure that's not my car alarm going off outside. Someone's car alarm is going off, and I want to make sure it's not mine. Give me two seconds, guys. Nope,
1: not mine. Okay, just double-checking.
0: This person here says, Any idea when Roman and the Usos might lose their titles? Not anytime soon, I don't think. I honestly don't think anytime soon. Next question. Did you find it interesting there was no Drew McIntyre tonight? No, I didn't. I expected no Drew. If they're not building up immediately to a Roman Drew match, they didn't need Drew tonight. They didn't. If they're not building straight to a Roman Drew match, they didn't need Drew tonight. Versus, do you see Raquel Rodriguez's stock rising after the SmackDown Women's title match with Ronda? I already talked about this. No, I see it going the opposite direction. I see it as, oh, we don't really have an idea for her. Let's just randomly throw her in a match with Ronda, and then we'll say we kind of tried to push her, and then if we don't
1: do anything with her for a little bit, we're fine. Um, says I like SmackDown. Um,
0: I don't. I, I mean, I could try to answer these questions, but I don't like all these. Who do you think's a challenge for this title? And who do you think's a challenge for that title? And who you thinks? A... I don't like all those questions because a lot of times it's too hard to predict with WWE, especially those mid-card titles like the US and like the IC title. Like, who saw them doing an Austin the- or a Theory Cody match for the title this past week? Who thought Shanky was going to get an IC title match recently? So, I really can't predict this stuff because it's too hard in WWE with how much they change things. But they do have a question here as well in this text message saying, do you see Raw or NXT 2.0 or SmackDown superstars come any other... Are you think? I think they're asking if you see anybody switching brands anytime soon. I mean, I could see more people jumping on random episodes of NXT 2.0. We got the Viking Raiders on there again next week. But other than that, I don't see anybody really... Other than like McIntyre, maybe going over to Raw to help do something with RK-Bro or the Usos and Roman, I don't see anybody really jumping brands around. Finally, this last text message. Uh, SmackDown tonight. Another one. Who do you think is going to challenge for the Raw Women's Championship? That's one I can actually answer because of how Raw ended this week. Raw ended this week with a disqualification, basically. It was Asuka and Bianca. Becky got involved. I think that's going to end up a triple threat Bianca defending against both Asuka and Becky. That's where I think the Raw Women's Division is going, with that title. Becky, Bianca, Asuka, triple threat. That's when I can't answer, because they basically clearly told us this past Monday. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Unlimited, And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Also, if you watched the wrestling wrap-up this morning, we promoted and advertised the sponsorship from Fight TV for the Floyd Mayweather fight that was supposed to be tomorrow, and that fight is off. Apparently, some president in, Abu, or in Dubai passed away. They canceled the entire event, and so, yeah, that event now is off. Floyd Mayweather is not fighting Don Moore tomorrow, just so you guys know. We promoted it this morning because we got a sponsorship for it through Fight, and, well, never mind. The fight is off and I haven't heard anything on if they're going to reschedule or when they could reschedule. So with that, guys, I want to say again, thank you for joining me here, Twitch, Twitch, and Twitch, and Twitter, and YouTube. I'm going to be live a little bit later on my personal channel, twitch.tv forward slash TimmyBuddy playing some games. We're going to try and play Killer in the Cabin. Couldn't get into it last night because there was no one else playing online, but I'm going to try and play some Killer in the Cabin tonight. If not, we'll play something
1: else. So with that, guys, have a great night. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next time.